0: Please feel free to follow and like Romantic Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash romantictruth. You may also listen to the podcast on anchor.fm slash romantictruth. Now, here is your host Jorzen. May 19, 2021. I have a really perverted question and I hope you will answer it for me. It has to do with my boyfriend he's 25 and i am 44 i know a lady should not tell her age but i am actually proud to be 44 years young he did something that i really liked last night he gently chewed on my labia i have a big clitoris and meat curtains from having four children i just wanted to know from a man besides my boyfriend is this something that younger men do or is it a one-off I'm asking this because if he and I don't make it, the next guy in my life would definitely have to do this without exception. Lois, Concord, Massachusetts.
1: Lois, this is not unheard of. As a matter of fact, it's more common than you think. Some women who have a high pain tolerance and who are very sensitive, down there, find joy in this. And for the listeners, just in case you don't know, this is basically where the guy takes his lips, put it over her lips, and he teethes the vagina just like he would well the just like he would, like a child does. But they're not really biting, but they're teething. And some women are sensitive down there. And they like that sensation. So Lois, this is probably what you're talking about. It varies from man to man, because some men do it, some men don't. It depends on the women that they're with. Most people, when it comes to oral sex, do not like teeth. For instance, it's no secret. Many guys know this that girl that's eating a lot of candy and her teeth had to be taken out when she was in her 20s or 30s that girl gets special treatment because that gum job yeah a lot of those guys like that now the thing is unless they put dentures in a shot glass. But what I'm getting at is, there's a pretty big shot glass too. In this case, Lois, you're dealing with a newfound sensation for you. And that's part of your criteria. Not that's part of the standards. Before a guy can date you, he has to be down with that. Nothing's wrong with that. That's the standard you could set. You know, people have different standards that they set. There's one lady that I knew before we would have sex. She would have to masturbate. And the reason why she did this was because she wanted to get an orgasm first so that she was fully stimulated so that anything else was... Like Terry on top. You have some people that are like that. And it depends. When you're dealing with your partner for the first time sexually, you really don't know them. You're trying to figure them out. And once they teach you the way they would like to be treated, then you go from there and you knock the ball out of the park. But, you know some people go in, it's a hard charger and they just think that they know everything. And usually those are the people that never get called back again. Because they don't listen, they don't learn. But as uh, an ironclad thing, uh, for younger men in general, I don't know if I would really doubt if all younger men are into that, all of anything is not into anything. So you may find them here and foreign in between, same thing when it comes to women who like the sensation. So best of luck to you. And I don't think you'll probably be leaving this guy anytime soon, personally. It just seems like you're a little bit content. And by the way, thanks for the attached photo really nice photo. Take care. Hi everyone, Jocelyn here with you, Romantic Truth in Las Vegas. Now, there's a term, of course an Oprah coin, that is called Traumatic wisdom. I had a question asked about this What is traumatic wisdom? It's the experience that you encounter after a trauma that you are now knowledgeable of and therefore You it makes you where you can empathize with others and where you can actually Go forward and understand what someone's going through, and what you've gone through, you're unpackaging it, is what's happening, you notice I always say unpackaging as opposed to unpacking, and the reason for that is because there are components within that package, it's just like you have something on a pallet, you break that pallet open, that pallet has larger boxes, inside are smaller boxes, inside are smaller even smaller boxes, and then individual items. That's the way we work as humans. We don't like to look at it that way. We prefer a one size fits all mindset, because how successful the big four box stores are. We look for convenience. Now, here's the thing with that argument, traumatic wisdom could equate to getting your ass whooped if you did something wrong as a child. And so, what do you do? You wise up and realize, don't do that, you don't have to worry about equipment. But yet, that cloud still hangs over your head. Of course, you see a lot of people who have this quote unquote traumatic wisdom. Ask any black comedian about being spanked with a hot wheel tracker, spanked with an extension cord. And they always come back with a thank you to mama, right? even if Mama was right or wrong in that process now here's the thing with these traumatized people who most often did not go to therapy or did not get any help they self-medicated and some self-medicate through different processes some of them bury themselves in alcohol some bury themselves in church some bury themselves in other people's experiences it varies and this is their coping tool now one thing that I noticed that I've noticed is not only with Oprah but several other successful people they had a traumatic event where they still felt as though they had to do well by someone else's standards. and what usually happened they exceeded the expectations of everyone including themselves Because that fear of disappointment, of displeasing others, far outweighed anything that they could have in their own soul. So in essence, even though a person is successful, they may be living based on the push from someone else and not from their own personal happiness. we would like in a capitalist system to say success equals happiness wealth equals happiness and it doesn't money is nothing more than a comfort tool while you are alive when you're dead it has no value if you lose it some people associate you with the value of the money you had the status, the notoriety you had and that's all you were and would ever be to them and so you have to think about this when you get in relationships about how that person perceives you their value that they've associated with you what is that value is it warranted because a lot of times you can't that individual won't tell you but you get it through their behavior you get it through their actions you get it through the way they treat you the way they interact with you and that's the way we get it a lot of times now I will tell you I have dated women who were self-medicating They had different issues in their past, from rape, abuse, trauma. One lady was sold into slavery at one point. And I don't mean cotton fields and tobacco. I mean, she was actually swapped around for years as a child. And as a grown woman, she was fine on the outside. And dysfunctional as hell on the inside one thing I noticed about women like her and this is no not because when it comes down to someone being abused as a child and then they grow into an adult I have empathy for it. a lot of people say oh get over it that was in the past that's an ignorant ass person speaking because those experiences stay with you just like you want the good shit to stay with them like for them to believe in Jesus and God and everything the bad shit needs to stick with them too as a reminder so you can't cherry pick now here's the thing one thing I noticed a common thread between all of them they were appeasers they were pleasers there were people that worried more about feeling your expectations as the partner than they were about their own because that's the way they were conditioned they would overachieve in order to not be associated with failure this is what they did Now, there are some other issues associated with that as well. The way those influences impacted their lives along the way. Whether it was the abusive boyfriend in the past, abusive husband in some cases, the woman that had been passed around or trafficked in the modern term, She told me this one evening when we were out on the date. We were on, I think, our fourth or fifth date. And she says, I'm going to tell you something. That has been on my mind for a very long time. And I've never been able to talk about it. But I feel comfortable enough to talk about it with you. And then she went to tell me her story. About her mother got strung out on drugs. I used to use her when she became 15 to pay the drug dealers with sex with them and one time my mother owed too much money to a drug dealer and he put her on a circuit she was going to vegas she was going to los angeles she was going to san francisco she was going to new york she was going to chicago baltimore miami and a couple of times she went down to Mexico and other parts of the world. I didn't believe her at first. I thought, uh, you know, because I had never been around somebody like that before. So I was very skeptical. She showed me pictures of where she was during those progressions. And the interesting thing about it, none of the pictures had the person that was actually handling her in them. Or it was her with other men, sitting on their laps, having sex with them. Those things. And over the years, she stole many of those pictures. From of the people who took them as a reminder her captors. And as they got busted or died off or got killed, she had this question mark in her life, is where, where do I go next? What's gonna to happen to me next? And then eventually, she ran into a friend, someone she had known in high school. that friend told her you can stay with me we'll clean you up and get you back into life the problem was at the time both the friend and she thought that she had AIDS and every other kind of disease they didn't use any condoms with her she was very fortunate she came out of that lifestyle at 20. When I met her, she was 29 years of age. And she had started that track of trying to get her life together again. Good job, finished college. To look at her, you could tell that she was an up and coming individual it was called Bubbies back then and we thought for sure that when I met her at least I thought whoa this right here is gonna be a nice wife probably because she was that together on the surface underneath the hood not so much she was an emotional mess But what I admired about her was that she didn't hide and she didn't abscond or escape. But one thing she did tell me, when I told her about, maybe we should start getting a little bit more serious about a relationship, she says, here's the thing, I will have sex with you. We can go out exclusively. I don't want a relationship. I don't want to get married. And I was like, well, why not and that's what she hit me back with because I don't feel as though I'm worthy enough to be anyone's wife and secondly I'm still disappointed in myself this woman was very successful she had a great job with an accounting firm making damn good money the CPA and was getting ready to finish law school, get her law degree. That friend of hers who helped her was the one who pushed her. And she pushed her hard. And the reason why she pushed her was because she had been abused when she was younger. And she saw those telltale signs that helped her. So, what happened? After she and I started dating, she sat down and told me the whole thing, everything, showed me pictures, the whole nine yards. And then, after it was over with, when we got ready to break up, she told me, I'm breaking this off. You're not. I'm breaking this up because I want to save you. And of course I thought she was just gonna break up with me and give her some other dude. No, she didn't, for decades. Stayed by herself, stayed safe. because she felt as though she wasn't ready. She had a level of maturity to realize that what she was dealing with was too much. The problem was, didn't want to go to therapy, that would have helped her out a lot, that would have made a lot of shortcuts for her to understanding herself, but she didn't want to do that, and it really cost her in the end, it cost her her 20s, her 30s, her 40s, and I think she married in her 50s for the first time. It has its impact. It has its impact. Now, another thing to keep in mind, folks, is this. A person who experienced trauma in the past, there are certain triggers that will still come up that will make them go, Whoa, wait a minute. We have them. I had trauma. I went to deposit my check one day. There was a guy at the ATM, standing there. Every white person was in front of me, behind me. Nobody got bothered. The minute I stepped, stepped my black ass up there to that ATM machine, this brother pulls a gun on me. Now he had an opportunity to pull a gun on. Everybody there the fly was as long as the ATM. And I'd be damned if he was going to get any cash from me. I fought like hell that day. And it didn't didn't happen. He wasn't going to win. And here's the problem. Many of the people looked on. There were black folks there. They were just looking. There was a white lady that called the police. you had people spamming up in their cars trying to get the hell out of there. But I was bound and determined. That day I was already angry because I got laid off. And I was with my last check. I didn't give a damn whether he had a gun or not. I was
2: gonna fuck him up.
1: Because I was that angry. Now that I look back on it, it was foolish. But during the time, it made sense to be irrational and to be angry. I went into survival mode and people know me they know I'm not no badass but here's the thing I looked at it from the standpoint it was either going to be him or me that day fortunately we both walked away alive he just walked away in handcuffs Folks, I would tell you what you have to remember is that when it comes down to dealing with trauma, there are these tricks. What did that symbolize for me? I got to a point for many years, I didn't even trust myself being around a lot of black people because of that. And then I had to understand. That it wasn't black people, it was certain types of people. It was the same rationale I had to use in the South with whites. Well, these people hated my guts, but I hadn't realize. They didn't hate me, they hated the change that was about to Take place because of civil rights that would be given to me and everyone else. Because my mother's best friend was a white woman, and she had none, none of those none of those views some of the people that my father delivered the mail to in the state house they didn't have those views even though many of them had to go and act like they did this is something fellows that you need to understand if you're a minority sometimes the person who helps you may not look like you and they act like they don't support your cause or support you, and they're doing it on the down low because they don't want to be ostracized. I can't tell you how many women have approached me, especially white women in this country, online, talking about a discreet online affair, a clandestine affair. Folks, people are tired of that shit. It's not like the 1930s and 40s. If you can't be open and honest and out there, shut the fuck up and keep going. Because it's ridiculous. It makes no sense for people ducking and hiding to stay in age because of interracial relationships. They need to get over. They need to get over themselves. It's not that serious love who you love and that's it you don't have to answer to no one you don't have to qualify to no one it's your life you need to live it. don't let no one push you in any direction or influence you in any direction you take the tools you need in life i provide some of these tools here but you have many more that are out there that you will acquire and use those when the appropriate challenge or situation comes to you. Thanks for listening, folks. I'm out of here.
0: May 21st, 2021. Jorzen, I understand you're an older man, and no disrespect to you personally, but I'm dealing with just that. I am 23 and he is 53 and treats me like I am his daughter. I actually have a curfew and he wants me to introduce all of my friends to him. I am not allowed to hang out with my peers and he flatly refuses for me to stay too long with my family on visits. I needed a place to stay and he obliged me. But now our roommate situation has morphed into a full-blown relationship. I thought I would give him a go at it, but it was the worst decision I have ever made in my life. When he gets angry he throws pots and pans and breaks dishes. When I first got with him at age 19 I was still a fearful teenager. Now, it doesn't faze me one bit when he has his tantrums. I snuck out several times to sleep with other guys. I am so tired of smelling Old Spice, witch hazel, and ointment. His dick is like a wet noodle and I hate for him to touch me. You are doing right to tell people that some younger people do outgrow older people in relationships. I am only with him for the love of money and not him. I have almost enough money saved up to make it on my own independent of him. Hopefully this will happen soon. My question is, why do older men act so immature and insecure? Lisa, Hollywood, California.
2: Uh
1: They said, there's a good possibility, as we all know, this guy is still living in the past. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a 386SX computer with a 14 kilobyte per second modem on it. I would not be surprised. Maybe it'd be a 28. Who knows? Oh, he'd be really kicking ass. He's probably got the AOL CD that they used to hand out years ago. I understand that you're frustrated because he's an older man. But what's really probably frustrating him more than anything is that he's more like a grandfather figure, not even a father figure. Too. Old Spice, he probably has some high karate around. Who knows? Maybe double knit gabardine slacks, angel flight jeans. Might have Jordache jeans who knows remember his only jacket pango hat hard to tell but what I'm getting at is this you've outgrown him already and you know this he's treated you like a child I'm going to get to your question in a minute now here's the problem you are also the problem see the reason why I say that And this is a prime example folks of how if Lisa was a man she would be homeless and being a woman the only thing she has to do is be female and a man will open his door that's the way it works so in this case Lisa you went for the money that was your singular focus now What you're doing now is complaining about the process of going for the money. If you're going for the money, you don't give a damn about all of these other things. But apparently you do care for him. I wouldn't doubt that. You know, talking about his dick, talking about the way he smells and all this. These are things that annoy you. So you don't really like him but what you do you love what he does for you and you like what he does for you but he's not someone that would ever have your heart now guys if you're listening this is a prime example and this is where it starts when women started to become entitled this is a good platform where they start from an older guy low self esteem insecure afraid of losing her will give her everything which means that lisa the guys in your peer group can't measure up because what you're going to do now you're going to measure them on the standard of him of what he has done so i'd like to thank your boyfriend right now for fucking things up for us good man. That said, let's talk about a couple other things here. You actually want to be out in your peer group, be among your friends, see your family more often. See, the one thing you have to understand is this, when a person, whether it's a man or a woman, they're insecure, they're gonna do things up and beyond what most insecure people will do. This person may feel as though he can't get anyone else besides you, so he's going to be with you. And he'll pay any price, he'll bear any cost. But you've got to face it you're using him, he's using you. You're living vicariously through his wealth. He, on the other hand, is living vicariously through your youth. Now, I was faced with this issue for a very long time in my life. The majority of women I've dated in my lifetime have been older than me, from five years up to 15. and In one case, a couple of cases, 20. Here's the thing you have to remember, though. When you're in these types of relationships, they, the person you're dating, the older person, need to understand that you need room, give, so that you can learn from your mistakes mature and still carry on as a 20 something so that you don't feel when you're in your 30s that you've missed out on anything because you've had that interaction now I understand you've been sleeping with a lot of people behind this back And this is because I know you're not fully committed. You're committed to the money. So see, this is what's happening. You don't love him. You love what he does for you. And you like what he does for you. But as far as love, no way. I'm sure this guy's already proposed to you. And I'm sure the answer was maybe or dumb. but then again you might be thinking hey if I marry him I get the assets, I come up now here's the thing you have to understand though with an older man dating a younger woman he's fearful of you doing just what you did a cheat so you may not even know that he knows that you cheated on him. You may just assume because you didn't see him catch you. You'd be surprised. Now, guys, this is a prime example of what happens to you when you leave with money. To impress them. this is what happens. You create an entitled woman see Lisa you're just enough of a gold digger and the reason being is this it's getting good to you now you're saving up money to get your own thing and who knows you may even go and date the younger guy just so that you can take the lessons learned from this situation and apply it to him. I don't recommend it, but you'll probably do that. Now, another thing you have to realize, there's a trade off. You're getting wisdom from this gentleman. He's getting relevance from you. You see, you have to remember as you age, you become less relevant to society for the most part. So, with that, that's another trade-off that you have, you guys have. You know, opposites attract. Well, that's one of the nexus for opposites to attract. Now, here's another thing. And I want you to really think about this, and I'm going to answer your question now. The reason why most of these older guys are insecure and immature, we have always put immature on a level of commensurate with age as far as maturity. So we've always looked at it from a standpoint. You need to act your age, right? Here is the problem that works good on a pie chart, that works good in any kind of environment that you can control, but for the most part, you can't control the sentiments of a person. And what's happening here is that there's a vulnerability, you leaving him. you doing what you did by sleeping with other men. He doesn't feel as though he can compete because he doesn't have youth on his side. Now, with that said, I want you to think about another factor that's involved here. Does he have any children? Does he have an ex-wife? Is he still married? Do you really know these things? These are things you would have to ask. And besides, let's face it, you're looking to just get your money and get the hell out of there. I get it. This man is going to be very difficult to break up with. He's one of these guys you would probably have the ghost. Because he will turn over heaven and earth for you. Now, again, I don't know your boyfriend or you for a can of pork and beans in Alabama. I just don't know but one thing I do know is this I know that the two of you are actually making it work by using each other the way you are he lives life at a slower pace let's see just to readdress the situation about immaturity I want you to think about it like this if a woman has a child at age 18 right, and another woman has a child at age 13 who do you think would have developed the most? probably the 18 year old, right? because she'll be 36 when her child's 18 but here's the catch there's a good likelihood she stopped growing at 18 when she had that child. Now, imagine the girl at 14 having a child. She'd be 32 when that child's 18. What would the mindset be? More than likely, it would be at 14. Why do I say this? Because what happens when a woman gives birth to a child, a lot of times, she quits growing. Especially if she's young. Because she has to focus all that energy and attention onto the child. And so that leaves her with a deficit in that respect, right? You have someone out there that can do it all or claim they can do it all. But for the most part, This is where you wind up. So now, we have to think about a few things. When it comes down to the man, your man's breast, he sees you as a child because he probably has kids your age. And this is the reason why a lot of older women say that they would not do the other man. But what they don't say is they won't fuck any other way. That's the difference. They just don't want to fall in love. Now, here's another thing. I know I got a lot of things, right? Here's another thing to think about Lisa. When you leave him, what kind of man would you be looking for at that point? Would you go to your peers or you revert back to an older man? I personally don't think you would be with an older man seriously ever in life. And the reason for that is the experience you just hang. Or at least not with an older man for a long time if ever. We can only go by experiences. We can only go by what we witness, what we experience. That's it. Nothing more. Now, the one good thing about this is this. And that you recognize the difference in your advancement and his advancement. And you call it. Now, if he not his child, but he's going to treat you such that's not going to change. And what you have to also look at too is the fact that he probably has a aversion to change to a large degree. He's isolating you because he wants you in that bubble with him. He doesn't want you out there fraternizing with your friends and getting ideas of being single again. I just would say to you one thing. If you guys were thinking about staying together, I would recommend counseling, like you wouldn't believe. If you guys aren't, so be it as is. Beyond the insecurity, which is a common thing for older people. Your age will make you cognizant. It will make you self conscious of where you are in life and how relevant you are to society. And many of us men fall into that spiral of depression and damn desperation. They'll open their wallets whatever it takes in order to be in company. Well, I hope this gave you some insight. And an insecurity comes from age, my dear. More so than anything else. Age equals relevance. Sociopathy is a term that we don't really think about that often, it's antisocial behavior. Now these people are in relationships now. Some of them are single, some of them are married, some of them are separated. They're in various stages. Now what do I mean by this type of individual? They're content when things are going well and they're getting what they want. Once they don't, then that's when that personality disorder comes out. Now, the kind of personality disorder I'm talking about is, take for instance a person like that young lady that wrote in about being with that older man. What he had, the money, the lifestyle he provided her was far more important than he would ever be to her. Now, as long as she was exploiting that, she had no problem. But if he were to have maybe kicked her out too soon or cut off the money altogether. And people who have this issue they lose it they become singularly focused on that one thing that they were after they can give a damn less who gets in the way this means that they wouldn't care if they would have to take someone's life for it you see a lot of this on these shows these crime shows and different things where people are killing spouses over insurance and that kind of thing Folks, if you're with someone who's not balanced and when they go off, they go all the way off for no apparent reason because they didn't get what they wanted, you may have to look out for this characteristic if you continue in a relationship with them. Now, this is not to say people don't get emotional or upset those kind of things, but here's the thing, if they're singularly focused or obsessed with whatever is provided by you, and they can't focus on anything else, or they can't be more divergent in their focus, there's a problem. I remember a lady I was with one time, and the sex was good between the two of us. And she would always make this comment about, if we ever break up, I'm going to get a butcher knife and cut your dick off. She only had to tell me that once. Of course, back then I never let him know where I lived. But here's the interesting thing, from what I heard, the next boyfriend she got, who left her, unfortunately, he wasn't able to get away. She stabbed him several times. He survived, but this is what happens. And this is a disorder and you have to really make the assessment as to whether or not you can stomach it. Now, a lot of times these symptoms pop up when you're on dates, when you're going on a long vacation together, when you do different things together. But I'm gonna tell you something, that is a red flag when you're with someone And they're singularly focused on one thing that you either do for them, provide for them, but it doesn't pertain to you directly. Put it to you this way. Your mind and your heart are the last two things these people care about. Their agenda comes first. Their goal to get what you have is more important than anything else. Now, you do have some who are out to have you. But see, the, the thing is, some people misinterpret that as love. But what you have to realize, no, they don't love you. They love what you provide for them. And if it was a sense of security, a sense of identity, they want you. If they told lies to other people about how great your relationship is, they want you there to cover their lie. So your value to them is irrelevant as far as them loving you, you loving them back them asking you questions about what they could do in a relationship for you. As they see it, they're doing everything right. You're the person that's not cooperating. You could turn to any one of these shows. And that's usually the motivation. An obsession. And it's a hell of a thing when you've worked so hard to get what you have, and you have that person that's solely geared towards taking it away because they want it. You're just an obstacle in the way to get to it. That material girl all she wants is your money and for you to spend it on her you lose your money you lose your value you lose your attention as far as she's concerned those are the pay to play people and that's what they do and that's all they deal with so those red flags don't ignore them really sit back and assess what you're dealing with if that person's always talking about what you can do for them or what you're doing for them and the conversation never shifts to the two of you and it doesn't stay there where the focus goes back to what you can do for them or what you're doing for them I'm telling you you really need to look at that now It's okay if they tell you, hey, I enjoy being with you, I love you, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's cool. That's normal relationship talk. But when it gets to a point where even when they say they love you, that it becomes so obsessive and they become so insecure and they wanna have that control. they start accusing you of things that you haven't done. Because as they see it, you're their meal ticket to whatever they're trying to get. And that's it. You're a vehicle to where they're trying to go. Whether it's your assets or whether it's even with your heart and mind to some degree. There are actually people out there want to brainwash you, bring them into their cult of thinking. Remember I told you, your biggest challenge as being a human being is avoiding being controlled by the many forces that are out there to control you. Because there are plenty of them. And true enough, you have to yield control to a certain degree in a relationship and you want it 50 50 when you do it and it's okay because that control that you give up is compromising room that's what that is but you have to have the confidence in someone else's behavior in order to feel as though you can give that up comfortably for yourself This is the reason why a lot of women talk about honesty before they talk about a relationship or having sex. Men, we look for trust before we open our wallets up on women and really letting them know some of our insecurities and some of our weaknesses. This is the reason why, fellas, when some women get mad at you, what do they do? they have to emasculate you. Because what they want to do is hit that insecurity by saying, oh, you're a faggot, you're this, oh, you must be gay. And it's ironic that these very women who say this are the very women who slept with you. But they say it out of anger. They're saying it out of trying to hurt you. They're saying it out of trying to marginalize you because they didn't get their way. And so this is the tool they use. Now, usually you won't run across the person that I described very often. Most of you stay on the dating scene as I looked at some of the stats, on an average of about two months max. Others of you, three and six, but here's the thing, people who stay out on a dating scene three and six months, it's usually a lifestyle. It's not that they're genuinely looking for someone. And another thing too, just because you post a profile on a dating site, that does not mean that you're actively looking for someone. It could very well mean you could be in a relationship and someone decided to like your picture and all of a sudden you have someone who's interested in you. See, that's the thing. And you don't know whether or not they read your profile. And so you're dealing with that business as well. So you're trying to get to know someone anonymously eventually to grow in whereas if you're a woman you look for that honesty in that person as a man you look for that trust guys this is the reason why women will google a man before a man will google her because she's looking for honesty you look at most of the ads they have that word in there when it comes to women. When it comes to men, we usually have the word trust. Behavioral observation is something else. So now, let's look at another aspect of this. That person who wants to get their way they have no filter, they have no borders. So, this person who has a sociality disorder, they have no problem with, if they're in a relationship or married, popping up at a venue with someone else that's totally new while they're still in that committed relationship. They just don't have it. They don't have that sense of guilt, shame, remorse. They just don't have it. These are the people that would say, even if they got caught by their partner, well, if you wouldn't have brought your ass up here, you wouldn't have seen what you saw, and you'd feel better about yourself. That's the way they push it back into your lane. But starting out in a relationship, you will never pick up on any of this because they don't feel threatened where they have to bring out this behavior just yet. This is the reason why, fellas, I don't tell women how much I make or what I do until I can trust them. I'll give them an idea about the field I work in, tell them about the job a little bit, but that would have been about it. Because you want to get around those people who are singularly focused. Ladies, you could do the same thing with men. When he's only talking about your body and talking about how fine you are, and that's all he cares about, good luck with that. Because I don't think you are as a sex mattress. That's all you ever be, as he sees it, from his
2: perspective.
1: Now there come lying ladies. How many of you have cut the guy off and really found out the way he really is? If he was just after you for the ass. Now Another thing about this type of individual, they also become entitled very quickly. Because what they want to do is to set a standard in the beginning so that there will be conformity to their wishes as soon as possible. Because they know they can't control themselves once they cannot get their way. And that's the way it is with these folks. Some of you ladies have already experienced this with men that you have dated or married. When you wanted to tell them about certain things in a relationship that are not going well. And you want to talk to them about that. And the only thing he's interested in is getting a piece of ass and that's it. And you're like, well, our marriage is far beyond sex. And then all of a sudden he jumps violent because that was his sole focus. That was the premise of the relationship. He was happy as long as you were giving it to him in the beginning. But now that you really want to talk to him and build and grow with him, he's like, well, start the sex up first and then we can talk and build and grow. And you say, no. Uh, um, I think we really just need to sit down and talk now. We had enough sex. That's where a rational guy who only wanted that will leave you and go and find another woman without no problem. That obsessive guy, the one who's antisocial, he doesn't give a damn about you. He doesn't give a damn about no. The only thing he's concerned about is getting what he wants. very selfish very centric behavior these people are out there start noticing how they nut up when they don't get their way and to the severity of the nut up now it's okay to be disappointed it's okay to be a little bit upset but to lose it that's the problem And this is just to give you a perspective, an idea on what to look for just in case you start to look and say, hey, you know, something's not right here. Something for you to investigate a little bit more. You might be on to something. I'm not saying that you gotta be paranoid in every relationship and every action, but these things will stand out as red flags. And if you don't call them at that time as you see them, you're gonna put yourself in a bad situation. Now, one thing I'm gonna talk about in closing also, is just these couple of minutes I have left. When it comes down to these individuals who try not to accept the word no, as a response. Very difficult people to deal with. Most normal people will say no and walk away with their dis- with their respect and their dignity. Again, some of these folks don't have filters. Now it could be some of them don't have manners and they're rude. Then there are others that really don't give a damn. And that's the individual you need to watch for. Whenever a person has nothing to lose and you have something to lose, you don't need to be in that relationship. You really don't. They could take more risks than you could ever take. Take care, folks.
0: We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawsons music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Mac, or Deezer. Type in
2: J-A-U-S-A-N
0: in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates.
1: The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes, in the event for professional assistance. Please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to
0: talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver.
1: Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail.